discussing last time the scene of Klai Yisrael gathered around the Arna Kodesh, which was in the valley between Hargrizim and Harabel. We saw that there were six Shvatim on Hargrizim. There were six Shvatim on Harabel. And as the Mishnah describes the scene to us, the Mishnah in the beginning of the seventh parak of Saita, what happens? It says, Kevin Shaavi Yisrael Sayyarden, Boyo Hargrizim and Harabel. The day that Klai Yisrael crossed the Yarden River, now if we saw this parak is not in its chronological order, we'll explain still why it was brought out of place. They, the first place they traveled to immediately is they traveled to Argrizim and Harabel that same day, the 10th of Nisan. If they come out of the Yarden, they traveled to Argrizim and Harabel. Now, when you get to when they get there, Six Shvatim climbed to the top of Hargrizim, and six Shvatim climbed to the top of And the other six Shvatim climbed to the top of Harabel. The Kohanim and the Levim and Arna Kodesh are in the middle, at the bottom, between the two mountains. They have the Kohanim surrounding the Arna Kodesh, the Levim surrounding the Kohanim. The Kohanim surrounding the Kohanim on each side of the mountain. Uh, even though that one of the 12 Shvatim was Shavit Levi, and we said the Levim at the bottom, surrounding the Aaron, so the Gemara already answers, and it says that the Zikne had a Levim at the bottom, but the rest of the Shavit all climbed Har Grizim, one of the six Shvatim in Har Grizim. Would be Ephraim and Menashe, would be Yeah, but it's not. The Torah tells us clearly who was where. These are the ones who are going to be in Har Grizim, and these ones are going to be in Har Evil, so we know exactly which Shvatim was. This is where the Tish setup comes from, if the branches don't need this. The branches set up in this position. So, the Kohanim and the Levim at the bottom. Hafrufenem klapei hargrizim. Ufasrof bracha. Like we said, they brought the, the bracha on each side first. And then it's baracha eshe shel lo yase pesle masaycha. The person who doesn't make a graven image of a desire, a statue, an idol, should be, have a bracha. And everyone says amen. Ve'elo ve'elo amim amim. And that wasn't just the people in hargrizim who said amen. But everyone says amen. Then Hafuk claimed Kapi Harabel, they turn to face Harabel, Apostle Bakala. They say the corresponding color, And then again, it's all the Shvatim on both sides. Ailu Ba'ilu Amir Mamin. Aisha Gomi Brachas Vakalis. That was the first part. Then afterwards, the Ahaka Khibir Sahavanim, they brought the stones that they had carried from the Yarden. Ubana Samizbeh, like we saw, they built the Mizbeh and Harabel. Then afterwards, the Saduhu they cover the Mizbech in plaster because you can't write on stone. So they cover it in plaster, so you can write on the plaster. And Kosvalov is called every, sorry, They wrote the Torah on these stones in all the 70 languages, so they must have been tremendously big stones. Shinebar Haytev. And that was the, and then, like the Apostle said, they had to bring Karbanas and they had to be, like, rejoice um, in the Snei Hashem. We know the stones. On this, the Gemara says, Look how many miracles happened all in one day. And that was already a miracle. The way they crossed the yard and had the water stood up. They walked from there to Hargizm and Harayva, which is Yesir Mil. That is more than 60 mil, which is a tremendous distance. It was more than a person can walk on a normal day. They still managed to walk there, and it was only part of the day because they had to do the whole ceremony after the still in the daytime. Now, it wasn't that the Goyim uh, let them just like free passage through Israel. 
that the, the various people or places that they have to go through to get from the Yarden to Hargizim Arevel are still up to them. Right? Nobody manages to up to them because whoever tries to attack them, Miyad Nitras, the different explanations um, in the Mephoshim, what Nitras means, but the Pasuk uh, which is brought the fear of me I'll send in front of you I'm going to make the people who come to fight you terrified of you according to this how the word Kumar is explaining it over here and like the Pasuk says that the, the fear and trembling will befall them and until your people pass through and therefore, there was a nice time that all the government who tried to, so to speak, prevent Kaishwal on their passage to Hargrizma Rebel was struck with trembling and they weren't able to stand up to them. Right. That was, the, that was how they got to Hargrizma Rebel. The Achakach Hevira Savandim, Uvandas Amizbech, the Sadur Besid, the Kosvadim is called Ivre Atayra, the Shivim Nashan. The Hera Oilis Shlami, the Achlu, the Shasu, the Samchu. It was all part of the mitzvah, or birch of the brachs nakalas, and afterwards the kippers avonim above the arm of They bring the whole every stones back with them to Gilgal, so they had to walk the sixty mil back again because they had to come back to where they started from, which was Gilgal. They all did this in one day. What was the purpose of sending? Like- this was the how the Gemara defines to us what happened to Hagrizim Harimel. Now we already saw last time we spoke about the, the reason why the Torah only mentions the side of Klala or to the point where these Klalas were. But now let's talk about something else. And that is, the question is, why were these 11 specific uh, Averis chosen to be the ones which were demonstrated publicly or Baruch, Baruch, or on each of these 11 things? We didn't go to the whole Torah like that. They might have written the whole Torah in the stones, but the ceremony of public bracha, public klala, public bracha, public klala, was only on 11 or maybe 12, depending how you count them, uh, 12 things. What were they? Um, about the Zara. The first one was a person who makes a graven image. Then there was two or three about misleading other people. A person who misleads the blind on the way. A person who is massive who encroaches on his friend's territory. A person who is like dishonest in the din and slants the din unfairly in someone's favor. A person, a judge who takes bribery. Justice. Right. And then a few better rights. Or a sheikh of him, but it's just Or a sheikh of him, a choyser. Or a sheikh of him, choysanta, which means his mother-in-law. Right. So, sorry. Or a sheikh of Kovahemus, the four better rights. And then the last one is a koydal, or a sheikh of is called Ivra Tarazas. And the Vashim are puzzled by why were these mitzvahs specifically the mitzvahs which were chosen? So the answer which a lot of the Mephoshim gave in different words, but it's basically the same idea. And that is the reason for this whole ceremony in the first place. Was because when we came into Israel, like we saw before, there was Chal, a principle of Arvus. Which means Klai Yisrael are responsible for each other's Averis and to some extent also for their mitzvahs. And if that's the case, there would be one person who does an Avera and Klai Yisrael collectively could suffer for it. As we saw in the story of Achon. Because he stole from the Khairib, the Maisa Khaishal lost the battle. And if that's the case, those things which is possible for 
other people to be aware of. So Klai Yisrael can establish a justice system to make sure justice is maintained. But those, those things which by nature are done in privacy and no one else is going to know about, so in what way can Klai Yisrael ensure, so to speak, that uh, they're going to make sure that no one else is over and these are various when they have no way of knowing if these are various are being done or not. And therefore, the person said that these mitzvahs are all examples of mitzvahs, which, or various I should say, which can be done in the secrecy of one's private home and no one else is going to know about it. So, for example, the person is Oseh Pesel Masech, he makes himself in, in, the, in his bedroom, in some inside room, uh, his own personal desire, who else is going to know about that? Right? And it's exactly what Nobi says <laughs> later on. That's exactly what Kaisal was doing. That they came outside and, and professed to be a good upright Yidin who's serving Hashem, and in each uh, so each person in the privacy of their bedroom are making a desire, which no one else will know about. So, how can you be a raven? Oh, same thing when it comes to misleading somebody else, giving you bad advice, or so who's going to know that? Maybe he made a mistake. The, yeah, right? you know. It could be like the Apostle says, It's only the person himself who knows was I really trying my best to help him, or was I trying to mislead him? And same thing, that's why all the rise chosen are rise which a person doesn't have to look for outsiders. It's always it's in a family setting, or Shalafim Kobahema, which no one's going to know about. So that's why it doesn't give the, the most logical example for rice, that's just ish. Because that involves somebody outside the house, so people might find out about it. Mashankin, if it's a, a no, first-degree family member, or a case of an animal, then no one's going to know. And the last one, Shalayakim is Tiva Torah as though, it's how much a person intends to uh, keep the Torah, believes in the Torah. So these are all things which no one's going to know. And therefore, the Mephoshim explained that because in these cases, there isn't a Klaistro as a base then can't punish them because they won't know about them. And especially if you're going to need Adim and Asra, whatever it's going to be, so it'll be very hard to find a case where basin are able to enact the law or to enforce the penalty in these things, mm-hmm. and therefore we replace it by giving them a public curse. Does everybody include Aishas No, it's something which would involve somebody outside, and it'll be so easier to find a, out about it. Isn't a riot, so would be responsible to find out about it. And therefore, in Bemkom, in these cases, we basically aren't able to enforce the halacha. So instead of that, we have the case over here that based in our, we have the, the based in publicly, so to speak, curse the person who's done the avera. And that's kilo, everyone says, oh man, that's like a Tibur's way of dealing with, so to speak, uh, such a crime happening within Klai Yisrael. How does it help? How does it help with So we said, whoever plays an oror is chal, like the Gemara says in the Darim. Every place of Chacham is given Auror, so the Auror is Chal. It's not just saying it, you should get punished. Because it's as Klai Yisrael deciding to give somebody a curse. When we can't give a punishment, in other words, we as a best can't punish somebody because we want to be well with all. The best next thing we can do is, is give him a Klai which then will also take effect. And like I said, that's the difference between Auror, we said last time, and Klai Torah's punishment. Auror has an effect. It has an effect. Like we said, the best rival is Har Grizm and Har Evil itself. The Clodus and Har Evil has an effect. There's no longer vegetation on Har Evil. It means a desolate, bare mountain. I don't know right? Even though it's in a very fertile region, then you see a Clodus has an effect on something. And therefore, like the Gemara says, any time, any place, where Chachamim, somewhere in the end, they decided to give someone a Clodus, a Clodus takes effect. So, even now, the Gemara says, a Kilas Chacham, even if it's by mistake, even if it's on a condition, but a Clodus works. And therefore, the best thing Klai Yisrael can do in a case where they can't act as the base then 
is they can collectively give a klala that a person who's over and is a very should get punished. That's Kilo Klarisol's way of expiating their dinner arbus. Now, this the, the have to be when they come to Israel because that's the same part of the whole process of coming to Israel. That's an arbus was chal. That's an arbus was chal, and therefore straight away they had this procedure. Why does the Novi only tell it to us later? The Novi only tells us right now after the, the whole mice with I. Because that's where we see arbus taking effect. The story of the whole story of I was where we saw the story that if one person's crime can cause tragedy for Tal Yisrael. And therefore, once the Navi shows us that, uh, that Iris took effect, that Iris was working, then Navi comes to tell us that's why Tal Yisrael had this procedure to, in order to, so to speak, to, to make that, that deal of Iris be something which was chal, not, not from Hashem's curse. And that's the important point over here. Not from Hashem's punishment. Hashem can punish without the whole procedure. It's Tal Yisrael's punishment. We, Klai Yisrael, are punishing a person who's doing this by saying that you should get punished, you should get cursed, and that's why everybody said Amen. No, we were instructed by Hashem. We were instructed as Hashem for us as Klai Yisrael to punish the person. This is the way we're going to do it. Now, if you find this example in other cases also, there is a certain virus, or there are certain times when Basin decide that the right way to deal with it is to give a person a clutter. As we call it, a nidu, or a shamtu, or a cherim, whatever it's going to be, the different levels of severity that Basin can do. But for certain crimes, well, we have nothing else to do. We're going to put the person in khair. Right? Now, what does that do? It, it's not a, it's not, it doesn't replace a din. It's not a judgment. Right? It's a certain level of clutter. And therefore, a person in such a matzav is going to get cursed. Now, that's the best chazal can do in a case they can't judge somebody. The primary example of this, a person refuses to come to Bastid. So we've been summoned him once, twice, three times. He refuses to come to Bastid. So that's the case. We can't judge him. He's not here. So the next thing that the Chacham can do is and that is if a person refuses to listen to the best, he's not prepared to come to talk to the Yonim, we'll put him in a khair. Which means, where's the best? We'll give him a khair. We'll which is the notion of the Shamta, which should get punished. Because if, if we can't enforce din, at least we can enforce this, uh, uh, some kind of an error of Mkham din. There's certain halachas which today in, we don't have a basin of Smuchim, which we don't have a basin of Messiah, Fatan, Ishmi, Pish, and Moshe Rabbeinu. And therefore, there are a lot of halakhas we can't judge today. So, in some cases, the post came right. And since we can't judge the halakha, but what we can do is we can put the person in a shanta. We can give him, a, in, until he makes some kind of restitution that we're happy with, we're going to put him in a khair. Which is the same idea. It means when we can't deal with judgment, then the idea of basically giving a clutter replaces the, replaces the judgment. One more case of the same idea. The halakha is if a person wants to make a business deal. And he puts down money to buy something, and then he wants to back out of the deal. So the halakh is, he's allowed to back out. Because until the person's done Meshikha, which means he's taken the item that he wanted to buy, we pass that Kesef isn't coded. The money he put down isn't an acquisition yet. But it's something. And therefore the Gemara says that if he wants to back out of a deal when he's already paid, he has to make a couple of Mishapara. What's Mishapara? Well, the Gemara says in the fourth paragraph in Babutia, he has to make a couple of Mishapara. What is Mishapara? That based didn't tell him. Just like Hashem punished me, Shepara, from the Dara Mabel and from the Dara Palaga, the person who punished Hashem, who punished the Dara Mabel, the Dara Palaga, he will also punish you because you aren't, you aren't honest with your word. You made a deal and you want to back out of the deal, Hashem will punish you. And the Gemara says it's not something which happens automatically. Based and have to put that kind of threat on him. And then it's the same idea. We can't enforce it. Halakhi is right to back out. If he wants uh, money, isn't coined, and therefore even if he's paid for something already, he can say, I, I insist on getting my money back, and I want to battle the deal. We are powerless to stop him. But what we can do 
is you can give him the threat. We can say, we ask Hashem to punish you, just like he punished those people who didn't, uh, didn't stand, weren't honest in what their commitments. And it's the same idea here. It's just on a communal scale. That was the side of the idea of Hargizma. Evil, now we saw the Chiddush of it, which was the Mizbech on Har Evil, that we spoke about last time, the Chiddush was that normally Ar is irreversible. We gave examples last time, there's times in the Torah where Hashem cursed something, the curse stayed, there's nothing to do about it. Yeah. Hashem cursed the plant, Hashem cursed the snake, Hashem cursed the ground. But wherever we see the Ar, it makes an effect which is an irreversible effect. Over here, the, the Ar Ish, is uh, not something which is forever, a person can do children. And therefore the idea of making this Berchan Har'evil and bringing Korbanus was to show that even with all the curses, that Yachid has done something wrong, you can still do children. The curse isn't eternal. And therefore there was a special reason to be happy here that even though it was necessary for Klai Yisrael to enact these curses, so to speak, right? but Lema'i said the person whose curse isn't eternally cursed. It's shy for the children and therefore get out of it. And that was the procedure of Harbizim and Harabel. Like we said, even though it happened way before, the Master the Nach brings it here. The Mephoshim suggests, because once we've seen that Arabs took effect, we saw the whole story of eyes, now we understand what Klai Shol were doing for this procedure. That's why the Nach explains it to us here. And therefore, after the blessed and cursed, uh, all of Klai Shol, the Nach explains it to us here. The red, besides that, all the parts of the Brach and the Kodesh. Lord, hey, Dove, because you see the Moshe, she like Kari, you show Nagel Kolka Israel, Banoshin, Vatap, I get a Hadaf Kirbo. And this was a second point. Besides for the based in the Zikna Kahuna, who, who declared the Brachas and the Kodesh, the Torah told him to, Yeshua added on that he read the whole Sefer Torah today. And now there's all the Brachas and the Kodesh in the Torah that Yeshua read out to them as part of the the responsibility of uh, to Hashem to keep the to keep the whole Torah.